2: Gun.
3: Welcome to Slamfire Radio, episode 494, recording live on Thursday, February 16th. I'm one of your hosts, Mo. I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. Just stare at Kyle until he goes. The year before <laughs> me. Kyle <or> Dave,
2: <laughs> Kyle or Dave. Not on the list I'm looking at, but I don't know, maybe I'm looking at the wrong list. I'm I have another, another host, one of your Kyle.
1: <laughs> no, oh.
2: I'm another one of your hosts, Random Dave, not Kyle.
0: I before C except F or D. That was uh, excellent, gentlemen.
4: Excellent. So are we doing well, it? I'm looking at the list right here, and what I figured Dave was going at? on the same thing. Adriel was doing, but he went what a little long. So Dave
0: flies oh. by the seat of his pants.
2: Dad, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was below that list. I'm sorry, I kept scrolling. Mark he, puts the, the puts
3: goes, so he puts the, the random drone. and
2: random. Dave. Yeah, um,
3: ah, right okay. off the rails because Kelly's not here. Yeah, <laughs> Kelly's not here. The rails don't even nope. exist.
4: What ranges, uh, Yeah,
3: we'll get into what we did with guns, and I'll start us off this week. Um, I went back home to Ontario for uh, for a visit and got some shooting in at the Galt uh, Sportsman Club uh, with my friend uh, Darren. We did a couple of rounds of skeet first, and then we moved over to the rifle section. And I was taking the voodoo out. Uh, it was the second time I shot it, but the first time was indoors just at 50 yards. And this was going to be the first time I could actually go to a hundred. <laughs> and, uh, it was not a cold day at all. It was like minus one, minus five with the wind chill. So pretty decent. And, uh, so I set up my targets all good. Uh, zeroed it in all good. And, uh, then just started having some like light primer strikes, and it was like not consistent. To one ammo I was doing it to a bunch because I had I think six different kinds there. So, and I would say I would do it every fifth or sixth shot. Um, now, and then on some it wouldn't even it wouldn't even extract. So uh, there were a couple in particular in the Ely match, and I had some like just some lying around rounds of uh, federal premium match ammo and it, those would, would seem to get stuck too. So, but the other ones didn't, they just, they would just have the, the light prime strikes.
0: This isn't on like your bespoke ammo, No your bespoke custom. No,
1: no. Hmm.
3: Um, so I don't know. I, I, um, I did a little bit of research on it, and I, I sent an email to Voodoo, and they were really fast to respond back, and they said that there's a heavier spring that they can send me, so they're going to, and I'll try that out. Cool. Um, I'm just wondering, what would the negative to, what would be the negative to a heavier spring? Uh, might give you a heavier trigger pull, like a heavier firing uh, spring will be more
2: to work. Heavy. To A little more to cock the bolt, maybe depending on the action.
3: Okay. Well, I don't. I think I'm good with that. It's not like, I mean, the 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 trigger pulls pretty light, so I don't think. Oh, I guess I'm gonna have to try it out. Um, Yeah, and it was just interesting because it wasn't that cold, and and when I was indoors, it was fine. So, um, and that's it. So, um, and then for the ammo that I tested, the SK long range. Uh, match seemed to be the best so I think I'm going to go with go with that. I mean it was a little bit better than the um, the rifle match one and better than the standard plus so I think I'm going to go with that as my I just got to f- try to buy it in uh, bulk um, <laughs> so that's and that might be a little bit of a challenge because I was looking around and I don't really see much out there uh, I think they had mentioned on CGN that some was coming in, so I'm just keeping an eye on that and put myself on some wish lists. And then uh, th- uh, one of the listeners of the uh, the show, this gentleman named Gabriel, reached out to me. He's a shooter at uh, Stittsville, and uh, so I was just messaging back and forth with him and stuff, so I'm going to see him at a match. And uh, he mentioned that he had a friend that had some for sale, so I'm going to be buying mm. that to get me, get me started anyways. Um, and then I also... Along those lines, I signed up for the Stittsville match in a couple of weeks. Uh, it's going to be Sunday, February 26th, so that'll be, like, the ORPS match, so where it just goes from 25, 50, 75, and 100 yards. And then in the afternoon, they do, like, uh, uh, some longer distances. Uh, I wasn't going to do that one because I didn't think I was ready, but I was uh, encouraged to do it, to sign up for it, too, so just to, to get comfortable with it, I guess. Yeah. Um, and then we'll see how that goes. Um, I So I set up, I took one of my old uh, uh, Ipsic, like, you know, the the, the two, the, the Velcro and the outer other belts. And I took one of my old ones that, that didn't fit me any smart, anymore. And I chopped off a little bit off of it. And then I got some, uh, like the AICS uh, mag, I guess you Mag can see pouches? That. Yeah. Yeah. For- the, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then I put, and then from a fine shop called Amazon, I bought this like, you know, like a stash pouch or whatever (laughs) pouch. Yeah. Yeah. Like a dump pouch. So it wasn't that expensive. Right. So I figured I would put the, uh, one of the, one of the, one of the mags in there and also my, my safe, my chamber flag and stuff. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, if I need a pen or whatever, I figured it's a nice place to, uh, to, you know to, to be quickly grabbing stuff and I can push it off and it's kind of loose. So I can push it off to the side so it's not in the way in uh, the prone position and stuff. So, um, so that's it. I'm think I'm ready for the match. I guess I'll, I'll figure out once what I'm missing when I'm there and stuff and we'll see how it goes.
0: Yeah. I like a dump pouch. Dump pouches are so handy. You'll be like coming back and like dumping all sorts of crap in there. They're nice.
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I figured it'd be good to, uh, I don't have one for like IPSC matches cause I don't like, you know, my mags go all in their pouches and I have mm-hmm. uh, the magnet and, and that's it. I don't really need an, I don't really need to be stashing anything anywhere else. Right. During a stage. But I thought for this, for this, it might be, it might come in handy. Um, and that's really, uh, that's really it. I'm looking forward to that match to see how it goes. And, uh, mm-hmm that's it I'll go have a report I was gonna register for uh, uh, an IPSC match this weekend at the Utaway uh, range in Quebec but it got cancelled and I don't know why it got cancelled but uh, so that won't be going on and that's it how about you Adriel
0: oh I got up to a little bit uh, I'm almost out of Barnall 223 I bought a thousand rounds in uh, mid 2021 for like 50 cents a round uh, those days are gone um, yeah I think I have about 250 rounds left so I need to I need to make some ammo It's too expensive right now for me to buy uh, because I am cheap uh, therefore I am going to make it so uh, Thomas and I reloaded a bit of that on Saturday Sunday one of them days um, and now I've got about 300 rounds of that I had some bef- that I had reloaded before and uh, we're gonna we're gonna go into it big though we're gonna reload like a uh, 2,000 rounds of it so we're prepping. Nice cleaning, trimming, all the BS you got to do with, uh, with two, two, three in case prep. Uh, I put a bunch of my reloaded two, two, three on stripper clips. I like to store on stripper clips cause it's an easier way of knowing how many rounds you have. And if you go to a match, you could just be, Oh, what's the round count? Take double that, put it in the can off I go. And, uh, since I'm running like pistol mags, uh, if I need to reload it's a stripper clip 10 boop, and, uh, It's very quick to uh, get them back up to to 100%. Um, Speaking of 3-Gun, I am going to be doing two of those uh, next month. Uh, There's going to be, Sherwood Park is going to be March 25th. That's for like Sherwood Park members. And then there's going to be a Chaz match on March 18th. So I'm going to try to go to both. And my boy wants to go, which means good. I need a crap load of ammo <laughs> <laughs> shooting two, two, three and nine millimeter, So I need to now nine millimeter. I'm pretty set for, I think I've got about 5,000 rounds of that. So okay, I'm probably good. good there, but on two, two, three, I gotta make, I gotta make a bunch more. So I've been looking at, uh, looking around for powder and primarily I got primers, uh, my buddy needs some bullets. So he's got those on order and, uh, yeah, I gotta, I'm going to think I'm going to go to P and D and grab some, uh, some BLC two or BC BCL two from that. How
3: many rounds would you shoot in, uh, of the different kinds in a three gun match?
0: Uh, like one to 200 somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah. In shotgun, probably like, I don't know, 50 to a hundred rifle okay. pistol. Yeah. A hundred to 200, depending on. Okay. How crazy they go! I mean, you can make a short burner stage, take like thirty rifle rounds, and you could have like mm. five stages like that, right? So, ah,
3: okay. Uh,
0: or you could have a long range stage where you just need to like burn a mag or two at some long range targets that are kind of hard to shoot, right? So it's uh, mm. it depends. Okay. Uh, part and parcel with that, I wanted to be able to just prime my cases faster, so I got a Lyman uh, hand primer, and the stupid thing bottoms out too quickly so as you press the primer in it doesn't press the primer in high enough so mm. i need to put do something with that i was going to shim it or something like that it's not adjustable
1: wow
0: it's completely not adjustable you just oh i'm bottomed out and i i tried on like other like pistol rounds and that kind of thing and it was short on those two so I think it's just like not a good unit, but I'm too lazy to send it back, so I'm just gonna fix it. I'm just gonna like glue a shim or something like that to it to give me the extra height. Otherwise, it looks like a really nice. Like I've only ever used my Lee hand primer, which is kind of like plasticky and that kind of thing, but it works. Um, and I'm gonna. I guess I'm gonna continue using it until I've got this Lyman thing figured out. But the the process that I'm using to uh, to reload two two three. I'd love to go faster. I can't like the stuff that takes time is a case prep. So I'll, I'll I'll kind of review like what I'm doing right now. So I got a whole bunch of two, two, three brass because no one cares about two, two, three brass. Um, I get it. Some of it's dirty. Okay. So tumble it, tumble it all, get the dirt off because you don't want a bunch of sand or whatever going into your dies. Okay, great. That's done now. Full length size with lube. Okay. You've, you've sized it. Um, trim it to length. Remove the primer pocket uh, crimp on it because a lot of like most military 223 like mil spec stuff has a crimped primer pocket. Uh, and then tumble it again because now you've got lube on the outside of it. Might as well do it now. Uh, so tumble it once more. And now you're ready to reload. So now you're priming powder, bullet, crimp. Off you go. Which uh, I, I've got a turret press. I don't feel like I'm really slowed down with it. I did start using rather. Than, I have a uh, like an auto trickler. Uh, what is it? RCBS, I think. Loadmaster three thousand. So it like it bulk dispel dispense one uh, powder charge into a pan, but it takes about like twenty seconds to do it. Uh, it's very accurate. I'm not going to do it for two, two, three. I'm using my drum drum uh, powder drop. You just like rotate it. Boop, next. Next, and it just drops the powder in there. I measured it after afterwards; it's to point one of a grain. It's fine. It's totally nice. fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to keep using that piece of crap to uh, crank out ammo faster. So prime the cases, powder them with that thing. So hand prime, crank them through the uh, the drum. That's pretty quick. Uh, put it in the turret, bullet crimp. Both uh, stations on the turret, so pretty quick there. And then done. God, it takes long. Mostly the case prep. Mostly the case. The case prep is just brutal on uh, on that stuff. But savings are too good. Um, oh, I installed a, an app on my phone that lets me uh, see how uh, like how cheap it is. Like what kind of savings I'm I'm, I'm getting out of the uh, out of reloading with nine millimeter. It's like a hundred bucks. That's how much I'm saving on nine millimeter. That's okay. It's all in a progressive. Mm-hmm. I can crank through it, make a hundred bucks in an hour of work. No problem. I'll do that every day. That's a great deal. On two, so, two, three. so it's
3: a hundred dollars based on the current primer prices. Yes. Current.
0: Yeah. Right. Uh, Giant X uh, Bosnian primers. Yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So you, no, it's buying really brass. Nice. no buying brass. If you buy brass, if you spend a hundred bucks on brass, don't reload. Yeah. You, wa- you wasted your time, right? Well, wow, you save like $5 maybe over like just buying factory you, thousand You wasted rounds. your time. Yeah. Well,
4: and how many are you making in that hour?
0: Uh, if I have another person with me, a thousand rounds uh, okay. on of nine millimeter. Yeah. Two, two, three? Yeah, no. I do like 200. <laughs> I'm lucky if I can do 200 an hour. And that's probably greatly overstating what it can do. Because I haven't really timed. I've timed out the like the primer, powder, bullet crimp like i've timed out that bit but the case prep takes probably three times longer than that so Um,
4: yeah yeah 650 and set that up
0: yeah i guess i was looking at them i was looking at them but like the the stuff that i need the time savings on are the super expensive add-ons i need the press mounted trimmer those things are fucking expensive. They're so expensive. Oh my god, <laughs> uh, the the case, uh, the press-mounted uh, primer pocket swager. Okay, those those are doable. I think the the I was looking at a seven fifty that had one of those. Um, but yeah, I'd be I'd be into this thing, two grand or so to uh, to just <laughs> drastically improve where I'm at.
2: Wow, you can buy quite a bit of ammo for two grand.
0: Yeah, I'd have yeah. to do. Yeah, I'd have to do, like, 10, 20,000 rounds to to cover that, I think. Yeah, um, yeah. so I think, like, where where I come out of this? I'm just going to do it the way I'm doing it right now. Uh, it produces, like, reliable ammo, and it's uh, it's good enough. So I'm just going to keep doing that. Uh, oh, I actually got this a while back. I just forgot to talk about it. I got a mag brush from uh, Wild West. I kind of wish it looks like it's for something else. I kind of wish it had like a little nub on the back here, yeah, and he's for like for, for poking the um, the magazines. I kind of want like
4: that. the uh, double yeah, alpha yeah. one does.
0: Yeah, oh, those guys are smart. This is, I think, this is just like some basic n- like <laughs> brush something you clean in your chimney with. Yeah. <laughs> if you had like a very small chimney, yeah. But Mary uh, <laughs> like, Poppins. Oh, let me pull up that not it there but yeah should uh, should give oh, yeah. some pretty good
2: cleaning what? in there get that dirt what? dirt or whatever out of there why why are you cleaning your mags unless you're like are you running them in the mud these days well
1: oh, sometimes
2: dusty,
4: dusty mm. environments yeah 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 um
0: yeah so for for like dedicated handgunners like the magazine is where like you die it's that's that's where a lot of the reliability issues could come from so if you drop um Oh, which ranges I've I've been like this where it's very sandy. Hmm. Grand Prairie, yes. <laughs> if I were to drop a magazine in Grand Prairie and I dropped it in that sand, yeah, I gotta clean the thing out. It's it's full of sand. It's it's a sandbox, right? So I definitely need to clean it before uh, before filling it back full of ammo. Uh, and I've been at a couple of matches like that where it's been like sandy or or gravel or or dirt or something like that, mm-hmm. and you want to like scrub your mags out bef- to, to make sure that they're. Performing the way, they, the way that they should be. Uh, I put out a video on an air pistol and on a vacuum. Uh, so gun stuff and non-gun stuff. That's about it for me. What about you, Kyle?
4: Uh, well, on the weekend we went to the Valentine's Day shoot. Wapiti Shooters Club is out there scoring all the hands. That it was a good day, good turnout. I think we had seventy shooters come out. Kids, families. Wow. Yeah, it was it was awesome. Great. And Crystal won a chocolate basket. So like we we did up oh. these baskets with chocolates, and I think they each had a candle in them and that too. But so Crystal won one of those. Gage and I didn't win this time, but that's all right. Gage got a basket given to him. And then uh, afterwards, I br- actually finally shot the Wrangler and the Canic.
1: Woo-hoo.
2: Congratulations! So, Welcome aboard. <laughs> How's the Wrangler?
4: Um, so two things on the Wrangler one, obviously, I it was very apparent that I don't shoot 22 have because I'm expecting recoil and it did nothing, so that was <laughs> kind of cool. But holy cow, are they dirty! Yeah, and I think we put 30 rounds through it and I could have swore you look at the side of the gun and it looks like you just put 200 rounds through the thing and yeah the gap between the cylinder and the barrel is massive <laughs> but
0: that's a little bit of smoke out there
4: just a little bit yeah uh, but Gage shot his first pistol he shot the Wrangler and shot cool. probably about 10 rounds out of that and nice yeah so that was good the Canik hmm the Canik Chamber's tight. Chamber is very tight. So I pulled out the barrel from my 2011, my DVC Limited. Then I have the barrel from the Canik. And uh, I'm going to just drop around into the barrel of the STI. This is one of my hand loads. And you can see it just mm-hmm. drops in there nice and perfect. And remember, like, this is a 2011 competition Almost custom, like production, custom build kind of thing. And then this is the canic. And you put that in there. Uh-oh. Yeah. What the heck? Yeah. What kind of bullet That's, is that? This is one of my hand loads. It's a uh, JTT. No, what's the uh, F-MJ? The bullet is a polymer-coated JTT.
0: Uh, Try uh, FMJ.
4: Yeah, like I, I did have a couple just strangling... Uh, factory loads sitting in my my uh, bin and so I kind of fished them out and yeah they cycled fine but so it's like okay I gotta run I gotta see what it is whether I gotta seat the bullet further back or if I gotta run more crimp and actually thinking about it I might actually have to seat that bullet a little seat bit it. further down
0: yeah I had to do the yeah. same thing with my polymer bullets to get them in my CZ they would run fine on the Glock but like to get them in the CZ I needed to push that bullet yeah. like way more in way more in
4: yeah. But hmm. so yeah, that that kinda baffled well, like I said, like just sitting here now, I thought about the overall length, but yeah, because like, it drops into the STI barrel just fine and perfect. So <laughs> so yeah, I gotta adjust my reloads so I can shoot my reloads out of everything. <laughs> That's a good plan. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> and then my uh visa package came in. It came in on Tuesday. My application package. So, been over the last few days making travel plans. Flights are booked, and I'm going to be, as of Friday night next week, I should be down in the States. Cool. So, I probably won't be on, well, probably I won't be on the show next week because I'm flying from Grand Prairie to Calgary uh, Thursday night next week, spend the night in Calgary. And because I gotta be at uh, basically pre-clearance two to three hours before my flight on Friday, so go stay with some family Friday night or Thursday night, and they'll drive me to the airport, and I'll get to spend all day Friday sitting in immigration, like well not well yeah, immigration pre-clearance and airplanes and airports and everything. So
0: shouldn't be that bad. That should. How many connections you got? Like one in the states. Uh, and then- so I
4: do have a layover in Edmonton on Thursday night, and then I only have one layover in Houston on the way down, like an hour and some in Houston. Easy. Yeah. yeah. So to
2: see the gift shop.
4: Yeah. <laughs> pray
2: that your luggage <laughs> makes it a <laughs>
4: Yeah. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, and my orientation, everything. So the following week, I will be doing orientation. Couple of days of orientation, a bunch of stuff to do down in Texas. Cool. And yeah, Thursday, Friday the following week, I should be in Carlsbad. Cool. Nice. Providing everything goes good Friday next week. So <laughs>
1: that's great.
4: Nice. So yeah, finally progressing forward. Good. But that is it for me. Uh how about you, Dave? What have you been up to lately?
2: I hope that you don't get any more probing than is absolutely necessary. <laughs> yeah, uh me too. Oh, good luck <laughs> minimal probing <laughs> minimal probing wish you minimal probing uh i'm on the hunt for some nine mil ammo because i went uh, shooting at east uh, east gray hunter and anglers association with our uh, friend of the show adam so thank you adam i'm going to be applying enjoying up there they're the the meford gun club that's not on the base and it's uh, yeah, a nice facility up there. I'd, I'd never been up. They got a ton of outdoor ranges. They just installed a bunch more pistol bays. So it's uh, it's quite nice. So I'm going to join up there in March. Very nice place. So finally got to shoot the Tavor, which I'd never actually fired. So that was fun. Love that gun. It's, it's pretty awesome, other than my mag changes are horrible. Like I'm used to two-second mag changes, maybe three seconds on the AR if I'm if I'm being lazy that day. And uh, yeah, not so much with the Tavor yet because I'm jamming mags into my armpit and having to look at it to see where things are going, and it's uh, it's very odd. I don't know if I like bullpups or not, but I kind of like bullpups. So I, yeah, I, you'll figure it out then. Yeah, I don't I don't know what that says about me, but it makes me vaguely uncomfortable. <laughs> 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 but on the other hand, I have that gun, and I don't have anything that's AR-15ish anymore, so. It is what it is. I'm going to get used to it. It was fun. It shot, uh, I pulled my, uh, one of my ARs apart, stripped it for parts. Finally took my hard case and cut the foam to match the, uh, to match the Tavor instead of the AR. So that made me a little sad. And I pulled my, uh, my Leopold Mark AR off the AR, dropped it onto the Tavor. And it was ridiculously spot on, on the Tavor. Like I had to bring it down two minutes. Oh, nice. <laughs> Yeah, so it was like the windage was absolutely like flat on. I didn't have to change anything. Came down two minutes and it was spot on for, nice. uh, for about 75 yards. So it was great. And it was a lot of fun and uh, it was fun shooting with Adam. I hadn't been shooting with Adam in a really long time. So that was really nice to, to go to the range with a friend and spend some time and drive up there and back with him. And yeah, just shoot some guns and shoot the shit a little bit. It was great. Uh, as a result of that, I need to buy some 9mm ammo cuz I'm running short. So, I got to I got to see what's out there cuz I'm not I how really close are you to Tenda? I I mean, I'm an hour north of Toronto. Not that far. Tenda's
0: got 9mm for 3.80. I thought I saw somewhere that has 3.70. Really? Yeah. 3.80 <laughs> bucks. That's Blazer Brass 115. I think you might be. Able to, do you care if shooting aluminum or anything like? Do you shoot um, Ipsic anymore or not at all? I haven't. This first time I have fired a
2: handgun in like a
0: year, <laughs> so I'm not shooting it. <laughs> That's a really. no. I but, would buy aluminum uh, then because it's cheaper yeah. and it runs. It's fine. It's just it doesn't get the power factor that uh, that you need for. But who
2: cares? It's cheaper. Gotcha. As long as it cycles. So, cycles in
0: mine. And I have a I have a shadow too that I run mine in. I know you're that's probably what you're using, right?
2: Yeah, the shadow and the and the Glock. Um, so I finally Glock. shot the Glock as well. Glock will feed like Lego ammo; it doesn't care. <laughs> so what kind of Glock? I, uh, 17? 48? It's it's a Glock seventeen Gen four, <laughs> and I shot it, and I'm like, wow, the trigger on this is horrible. And my buddy there who shoots a Glock, he's like, yeah, Glock triggers aren't good. I get home and I realize, oh, the guy dropped a competition trigger at it. I'm still <laughs> it's, it's like a $150 competition trigger. And I'm like, really? <laughs> Didn't show. It's well, still not as good as a shadow. I'm used yeah. to shooting the shadow, yeah. right? So I'm all mm-hmm. spoiled and stuff. And I'm shooting so, the Glock. And I'm like, this thing is horrible. And you it's know got what trigger
1: like, he
4: dropped in there?
2: I don't know what it was.
4: If you can, if you know TikTok, somebody. So it wasn't
2: all that fancy man. It'll
4: hold of that Timney Glock trigger. it. Oh yeah. For a pivoting trigger, it, it is really it breaks like glass. It's it's really smooth. It's probably the Zevs were good, but they still had the sponginess, the Zev triggers.
2: But And that's what I found with this. Like it's it's yeah. spongy compared to yeah.
4: the, you know, the Timney like to totally that. redesigned that system. So
2: Oh interesting. Okay. Yeah. I will I will look into that because this was um I shot it and I'm like, hey, the grip is horrible. Like I hate holding Glocks. It's it's like they're made of Lego. Like they're like,
3: well, they're
4: Tupperware like, guns, yeah.
2: They are, and the guy from Austria was obviously like, I hate people. Let's make a super uncomfortable gun and then sell it to everyone <laughs> in the world. And everybody who worked for him is like, that's great. We hate people too. Uh. <laughs> so I, I guess I could get used to it. And it has an optic on it, and I've never shot. I mean, I've shot optic pistols, like just kind of picked one up and fired a couple rounds. So I'm bringing it up, and like my grip angles like weird because it's a Glock, and then it's the optic. So I'm like. I'm like up trying to look through the optics. I'm just not used to it. I've I've pretty much just shot the Shadow in 1911s for years, so this is very different experience for me. But I mean, it was fun. The gun's super light. It's it's pretty punchy for a nine mil, like just because of the weight of it. Mm -hmm. And it's funny picking it up because I shot the Shadow, and then I go grab the the Glock, and I'm like, I just sort of picked it up and went, (laughs) whoo,
1: oh, that's (laughs) too
2: light. But it was fun. It was it was enjoyable to shoot it. I, I hit things with it, but not as much as I would like. So I need to practice with that way more. Hence, why I need the ammunition. Um, the guy, there was a guy at the range who reloaded a bunch of aluminum ammo just to see how it would work. Reloaded. Don't reload aluminum. Hmm. He reloaded aluminum. <laughs> Don't reload aluminum.
3: <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to.
2: No, obviously not. It's not as stretchy as brass. So he fired a bunch of them. They all split, <laughs> like mm. hundred percent split. Which is what I figured was going to happen. Hmm. So don't do it. Not worth it.
0: Are you, Are you close to uh, Markham? I ask, because oh. he freezes. Yeah,
3: Markham's got some yeah, he, millimeter for. Yeah, three he's not. Years he quarter. is. He is. He's not too far from there.
0: Uh, it's all It all just like Ontario, Toronto. So I assume it's yeah. all just one
3: yeah, area. Yeah. It's just
4: one thing, yeah.
3: You just mm-hmm. walk out your door and the next shop is right there. So
0: I assume um, it's just a, an urban hellscape with uh, like just trap bumper-to-bumper traffic. 400, 410, 401, just like highways that start with four that are just like parking. Yeah, they're four. all fours. All <laughs> fours. Yeah yeah uh but uh g4c has some ammo um bullseye's got some ammo yeah a bunch of nine millimeter that's out there that uh yeah
3: it seems to be starting become, to come down in price yes I, i'm happy to see that and yes it's starting to come down in price i guess we'll, we lost dave so i he was wrapping up i think uh we'll <laughs> we'll move along Uh, For upcoming events, we have um, February 21st, the CCFR Ladies' Day shoot at Bullets and Broadheads in Grand Prairie. Runs from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. Arrive by 5.45. It's $80 per person. And that goes to the Odyssey House Charity. There's a CHAZ um, 3-Gun March match. Opens for registration on February 18, I guess, in a couple of days. It's 7 p.m. on practice score. And... um,
0: I just added in there that we're planning on doing a range workday soon. So any of you Chaz guys okay. that are listening, uh, come help out. Oh, you know what you get with the range day? Early exactly. access codes to register for an in-demand match. So if there's a match where you're like, "Well, this thing's going to sell out. I want to get in there uh, by volunteering for that," you get early access to those.
3: You're I think. Bri- you're bribing you're bribing them for
0: hundred Well, everything's about bribery. So if yeah, you want no, I believe in that. I believe in throw that. Throw some sugar on top. When we finish, like we we usually get like a big prize package for to give away for each match. Uh, that happens after everything's cleaned up. So <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah clean yeah, yeah. it
0: all up yeah. first, yeah. and then we give away. No food thing. or no prizes until everything's put away.
4: That's because <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna fill in the match before registration even starts.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be something, but. Uh, yeah, the I think they want to. Like, we've been using two by four walls, which we we made them for durability. It's been seven years; they're still around. So, yeah, they're durable. They're heavy though.
1: Yeah, th- <laughs>
4: those so walls are. For... They're fun to move around. Yeah.
0: So I think the guys are talking about making two by two walls. Uh, we got like some metal bases, and the the two by four bases are also really big and heavy and bulky. So they're. I think they're talking about doing metal two by two bases, uh, walls for two by two. So they should be a lot lighter. But that's all like. There's a whole production line of like wall building that has to happen to me.
4: You know that. what I would suggest for, for bases, either do the square tubing, but even do round tubing that a two by two fits in. Cause then you can just stake down your base and you can spin your wall wherever you need. You can Ooh, interesting. Yeah. You could do hmm. two or four. So then you could have like four walls coming into one intersection and makes mm-hmm. it real easy to lay out uh, a stage.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm not a welder, so uh, I won't be welding any of this stuff. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be running a chop saw.
4: Just, there you go.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be me.
3: <laughs> or a
0: stapler. I'm gonna be just you're, stapling. You're not on anything,
3: types. but you do everything, so it, it, that's okay. It, work, it all works out, right? No,
0: no, 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 no. We have got like professional carpenters that like are are part of Chaz. <laughs> They're the guys calling the shots. I'm just a dummy right. doing like whatever
3: repetitive work they want me to do. <laughs> Yeah, I like to be a grunt in any operation. You want me to lift things and move things, then that's, that's I'm your guy.
4: Put a board at the end of the saw so I just run up the wood to it, cut, run the board up to it, cut. <laughs>
3: I need a jig.
0: Yeah. Sorry, I do, do digital marketing. I don't know how to use my hands and do wood stuff. Look at easy. Tape measure, no. how do you
4: read this thing? <laughs> Seven-eighths. What? Use metrics. Come on.
3: That should be good. And for our last uh, event, we have an, an uh, International Women's Day. There's a Ladies' Day at Stittsville on March 11th uh, with the Carlton University and QCF Women's Group. So check that out. We'll get into the news. We have a we have liberal, liberals meeting in late Feb with provinces and municipalities to figure out confiscation. Ah, mm. they're still meeting, are they? they're still taking our guns yeah yeah jets don't fly themselves mo no i guess not
2: that's not uh
0: so um they're planning on doing this anyways but the interesting thing here is they're looking for um partners in provinces and municipalities so pick your fight uh choose to Contact who you can to make it hard for them. Yeah. Uh, if the municipalities and provinces, I don't know that they are going to like, I know in Alberta here, they're not going to help out uh, from oh, the no, provincial no. side. From the municipality side, maybe. I mean, Alberta... Alberta uh, Edmonton is super uh, NDP and left leaning. So uh, maybe they'll get support. But I don't know what, how the municipalities are going to support this, anyways. Like, are they going to ask like the city police for help with this? The bylaw
2: guys to go out and go, hey, do you have a dog <laughs> tag? And we'd like your yeah. guns. <laughs> better ask those in the right order.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. I don't get what they do other than maybe the local cops. I mean, that, that would be it, right? Unless they're planning on asking like your local arena to just open up so you can go throw your, throw your guns out on the ice surface or something,
0: but they're like going to have collection to, points. They're, they're going to have to. Okay. So, um, the collection point, maybe, i think I think it's going to be collection point or just mail it. And if you don't if you don't want to mail it, bring it into your local insert here. local Edmonton Police Center, local calgary police, um oh uh, you'll be mailing it, regardless. There's no one local that's going to help them for for, for you <laughs>
4: yeah. yeah, but you you mentioned brought up mailing it. Canada Post is going to get a lot of small business customers if they turn to mailing it.
0: Uh, they'll have to do something other than small business because they can't force people to get small business licensed.
4: Well, that's it. the only way to ship a firearm through cataposed is now, a small,
0: all they yeah. need to do is tell them to change it. Yeah. yeah. True. Government, government, yeah. Uh, organization. They can just say, look, you're going to, you're going to be shipping guns for a while. And, uh, some <laughs> strange people are going to bring ARs with a stamp on it and, uh, you're just gonna have to deal. Yeah. yeah. That's what well, I want to do is just put a stamp on mine. I was like, yeah, just
4: drop <laughs> Not it off. even in a stamp box, just a put a stamp on
0: it. <laughs> I'll, I'll wrap it in clear tape if you want me to. <laughs>
2: there you Grand <laughs> uh, with a piece of paper over the serial number so they have to cut it all off to see what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: But, That's um. Good. Such a shit show. Yeah. yeah. The CCFR have been saying like, hey, reach out to your municipality, especially if you're in. Yep. They bolded Calgary and Edmonton because, uh, well, especially like Edmonton is like Alberta is very right leaning. Edmonton is very left leaning. It's extremely left leaning in, in the scope of things. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I guess we have to reach out to our, my, my counselor doesn't, is not a big fan of guns. So I don't think I'll change his mind, but I'll uh, mail him anyways and get a response <coughs> in two months.
2: I Go got to write to town council and uh, make sure they're not there. I would like them to uh, actually say this is stupid and we're not going to support it. We'll see what happens, but we had a lot of Toronto people moving up here in the last two years, so I oh. don't know what'll happen. <laughs> Damn Toronto people! Are you name. from Toronto? Funny story one of our uh, one of our uh, municipalities, the biggest one up here, Barry, it came real close to going liberal in the last Ontario election, and then never happens. Like it was, they were liberal for a while, and then they just squeaked out conservative. And hmm. local liberals in Ontario have been saying that so many people are moving out into the 519, 705, the surrounding areas around Toronto, that they're figuring they're actually going to start getting a lot of traction in traditionally conservative yeah. neighborhoods. Now, why you would move out of a place and then make the new place like the old place, I have no yeah. idea. I um, find a lot of yeah.
4: the, it, people, it the transplants
2: here. Well, I, I find the opposite. I find a lot of the transplants
0: here are like, finally i'm with
1: my people
0: <laughs> i left ontario now it's like oh now i get to do all this like alberta stuff i guess yeah. my
4: experience is a little different even like newfies, people from ontario out here i remember an apprentice worked with me he was from ontario and he would stop would talk non-stop about ontario and this and that and how much so much better there and I told him many times well then just go back then like, <laughs> go back like, that could
2: be culture uh, my shock. My freedom. father-in-law used to do that about uh, about Greece and how how things are so much better in the old countries. And you know, plane tickets is like twelve hundred bucks, man. I don't yeah. want to hear. And you've been here for forty <laughs> uh, years, fifty years. So, Greece's economy is
0: effed. It would be oh, horrible uh, there if for it's you, non-existent. Like, Blake. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anywho, if you're in Victoria, Vancouver, Calgary, or Edmonton, Winnipeg, Toronto, Ottawa, Saint John, Halifax, or Charlottetown, I need to reach out to your city council and your mayor. Tell them not to support this. Tell them, hey, you guys should be clearing the snow off the roads and yeah,
3: spend money where where it's going to
0: actually not make shut down every road. Better.
4: <laughs> yeah. There's more pressing matters to worry about than this. Yeah,
2: there sure is. There, ah, there sure yeah, is. Yeah, there's no no list of things that are more important than taking sporting rifles away from law-abiding no. licensed donors. Like Municipalities have lots of, of like practical things. Yesterday. Yeah. yeah, they have no money. They're always complaining they have no money. Why would you? I mean, unless the government's going to say well, the we'll government will throw, $1 throw $1 money $1. at it.
0: The government will throw yeah. money at it. The federal will. They'll they'll throw money at the municipalities. Ah, we'll give you a couple million bucks if you can do this collection for us.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah. Bribe money's good. I mm-hmm. I could see that happening. Didn't they put bit, didn't they, they, they put like a billion or two billion aside just for that? Or they were talking about it? I don't know if it's in the budget or
3: not. Oh, they got billions. They got billions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's
0: no billions end of loans they, re- they won't take out in our name.
3: Anywho. So we will move on. Uh, the CCFR legal challenge, the dates have been set April 11th to 20th. Um, so they definitely need our support from everyone uh, to, to continue to fight. And you can do that by sending an EMT to finance at firearmsrights.ca are going to the website. There's lots of information there, too. Oh, uh, new gun stuff. I'm to send them more money. What's that? That reminds me. Mm-hmm. I have to give them more money. I haven't done that hey, in a month or so. Yeah, um, new gun stuff brought to you by Bullseye North. Need a new boomstick? Bullseye North is Canada's shooting superstar and a proud supporter of the CCFR, with a wide selection of guns and top trending gear for any shooter. Free shipping over $200. Some exclusions apply, like ammo. Subscribe to their weekly newsletter to get first access to the hottest deals.
0: All right, let's share some crazy stuff that I found on CGN and whatnot first one crusader arms is going to be introducing the crux the 308 version of the air 180 so if you want a semi-auto 308 uh, that's going to be the option uh, what they put for the price here I thought they had the price
3: I, I swear s- I saw three grand three grand yeah no, for sure it was like 30 mm. 32 something like that pricey Archie. not a lot of options
0: for semi-auto 308s though grand uh bar sg 542 yeah others is that it bnt maybe do they do, they do yeah, an apc 308 not that there's many I out there but don't know like even more
2: to war seven
0: uh-huh. yes to yeah. war
2: seven that'd be the great one anywho that's out that's there that's cheaper actually right now if they're three grand or sevens i saw oh. for 2700 somewhere hmm hmm uh, cool guy. Nice uh, to have more options.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: looks looks good. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, solely outdoors. Hey, is this? Hey, Markham. Look at this. One twenty-four gram PMC three sixty-nine for nine millimeter thousand rounds. Dave's on yeah. the way.
2: There we go. Dave, Bye guys. Get in the
0: car. See ya. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this page redirected. That's not a good sign. <laughs>
2: Yeah, there it is. They're probably, it's mm mil.
0: Uh, okay, there's the 115 aluminum, but I clicked on a 20, 124 brass cased one for the same price. I bet you they sold out. That price was too good. good. Yeah, they probably did. Is it bulk ammo or handgun ammo? Uh, I think they're sold out. Oh, us use... oh. No. Out. No, that's seven. That's two thousand rounds for eight hundred. That's that's more expensive. Yeah, I think they sold out. They must have sold out. Yeah, that sounds like well, they have the aluminum stuff for the same price. Still, that's true. it out of my Glock and blow it up. Yeah, Mm. good plan. Um, I've been noticing (laughs) that powder has been easier to find these days. So Hmm. we've been finding it more and more. Canada's gun store right now has uh, tight group. Uh, for three twenty nine for eight pounds. So if you want to reload some cheap mm. nine millimeter, uh, there you go. And I thought I saw some Varget. Oh, they're out there. Probably out of Varget. This, they probably <laughs> added this thing. <laughs> yep. Yep. Bought some Varget. prices are better than that. Yeah. Well, they're sold out. So <laughs> not much better. <laughs> Varget's still like 80 bucks a pound. Um, you know what wow. I've been seeing a ton of shotgun powder. If you want to reload for shotguns, the powder is everywhere for that stuff. Yeah, oh, like a magnum pistol, tons of powder out there for Good. It at mm-hmm. reasonable prices. Good. But any of these other things, it's actually quite hard to find right it's now. Things that people actually want.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah, but it's available. It's it is available. You won't get the the powder that you want. Like you can't go to a store and be like, "I need some Vita Vitori <laughs> or something like that. It's never going to happen. Uh but uh You'll yeah. find
2: a powder. They, they, they probably have a powder you can use. Remember the day when you'd walk into a store and there'd just be a wall of powder and you'd be like, I will take five pounds of your finest whatever it is. And they're like, yes, sir. <laughs>
1: yep. please, Here you go. please give
2: me something.
0: It's a primers. Anything. They're $3 <laughs> per hundred.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Those days are... Uh... Those days are oh, gone. I, I'm, I'm actually looking forward to primers being cheaper. I think they're like overpriced right now, and, and that price should come back down once the supply issues are uh, are taken care of, and that shouldn't be too... I hope that's not too long. I still have a ton of supplies, so I'm still okay right now, but mm. I won't be for long. Speaking about something that was out of stock for a million years and now is now back in stock, Marsar has some 303 British, 174 grain mm. Full Metal Jacket stuff. It's not cheap, forty oh, yeah. bucks, but uh, but it's here. You could reload that, so
1: yeah.
0: it is available. S and J Hardware has him a bunch of different styles of charging handles for different shotguns. They have charging handles for uh, the Benelli M4, for the Versamax, for the Benelli M2, and of Black Eagle, uh, and for well, for whatever reason, if you had like a Mossberg 930 and you wanted to juice it up, just don't shoot it out too often. Yeah. And the uh, <laughs> three gunner joke. I haven't seen this rifle before. Um, this is the Sabati oh. Urban Sniper in 6.5 Creedmoor. Some Italian sniper rifle that Marstar is bringing in. Super reasonable hmm. price, 1500 bucks. Hmm. Look at the break on that thing. Yeah, that is. Yeah, hmm. That's aggressive. Aggressive. break. That's a break. <laughs> that's a break.
2: Have, it's I've got never a heard of, of these people.
0: Pick rail on the bottom, pick rail on the top. Looks like it takes an AICS magazine. The stock, Mm. I could take it or leave it. It's got looks like an adjustable cheek rest on it. Otherwise, it's a standard. Mm. What would you call that? Dragonoff style stock? Yeah. Mm, Uh, Almost. Yeah. Maybe like adjustable butt pad. Magpul Mm. Hunter style. Yeah. Adjustable like the shims on the back, like the Magpul Hunter kind of a thing. Uh, Oh, it says 308 here. Unfortunately, unfortunate no, be, they
4: yeah. went with that butt stock, but then the forward stock is still like a piece of pick rail on the fore end and
0: on the plastic. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: not wired. But
4: fifteen
0: hundred dollar oh, gun, well, that's that's Pretty around. pretty yeah. reasonable for a. Yeah, uh, how many lobes does it? Doesn't have has to say three tenons. Action is that?
4: I, I would think that, that would be the locking
1: lugs. <laughs>
0: That's what I was thinking. Hopefully, it is because that'd be cool. That would be like a sixty-five degree short, short action uh, bolt throw on it. Um. Oh, maybe. Oh, they got a picture of the bolt right here. Uh. Yeah, that's a three. Yeah, tri lug. Yeah.
4: Yeah. <clears throat> cool.
0: Neat. Oh, I like, Kind of like their uh, their mag, mag release there. Cool.
4: Yeah, yeah that is neat. nice.
0: I don't know. Like, you probably wouldn't want to stick that on a bag or something like that. You could drop your mag when you don't want to, but. Uh yeah okay that's a rifle. I'm
2: sorry, thank you for bringing in a neat rifle, Marstar.
0: Yeah, for sure. Did I put this one on here or did no? You?
4: I I I did. Yeah. yeah, just ATRS. They just come out uh with the Ruger PC Carbine chassis. Mm. Um, a- <clears throat> actually they have full builds. They have chassis, barrels. They're they're expanding. Oh. And yeah, that was their one thing. They moved the uh, mag release back Ooh, to where it should no. be,
0: and the no. bolt release. The bolt release like, looks extended or something. That's that's a bolt release right there, right? That thing with the three cuts in it. Oh, uh, it's got to be.
2: Looks like it.
4: Could, be, Could yeah. be. Yeah.
2: I don't know why else that would be there.
0: That's a, well, bolt bolt hold open. We'll say not bolt release because you'll press that in uh, while, while pulling the I, bolt I don't know back. What,
4: that is because i'm looking at the other side they have a picture of the other side of the gun and it almost yeah that could be it bolt hold open yeah
0: extended bolt hold open the magazine release looks sexy as fuck look at how nicely yeah. like yeah. sculpted that is in with the side there oh yeah that's mm. very
2: cool maybe There's that's the not a bolt right catch. there maybe it's a spot to hang your key ring just tuck it
1: on there yeah yeah could be could be
4: don't lose it uh, that's uh yeah that's, it is uh, that's, kind that's, of, that's that's kind where of the protected. bolt catch goes right yeah, yeah that makes sense that that would be your bolt hold open mm-hmm. push it out yeah neat Ooh, and on the mag release
0: too Yep. Yeah. cool 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 oh they got a different uh, the different lengths here as well huh.
4: different colors cool
2: that's uh that's kind of neat
4: This and then there's another one I put in, J Kenny and co. I just saw it announced today. They're doing uh match triggers and I believe th- this will be for the M2. It may work for the Versamax or mm. firearms that have the similar trigger pack. I don't know. They don't even say in the description what shotgun it's for, but I can tell you that's, that's an M2 trigger pack there. Mm. And apparently it's adjustable weight between four or at starting about four, four, four and a half pounds. pounds. Yeah. And yeah, it reduced over travel, improved reset. So a video on this and yeah, it's a, it's a short travel. So instead of having to send your whole trigger away to get a trigger job done on it, you can get this trigger hmm. kit from Jay Kenny. It's 150 British pounds. So like anything, Jay yeah. Kenny, they're not cheap.
0: Hmm. What are the kind of so, stuff yeah. does Jake do? do the um, and he
4: uh, do? They do this. the auto lifter and they do the two piece shell catch as well which I'll hmm. get playing around with that more to get that to work but the auto lifter I absolutely love that oh, Damascus enlarged bolt release button. Yeah but you right. gotta use that with their shell catch. They have a uh, different screw size they didn't go with just like the standard like the Terran or anybody mm-hmm. else they went with a sp- with their own Is uh screw size so you have to use their shell catch to use that uh button hmm. Hmm. so cool yeah neat i wonder
0: if it works on a grissan probably probably
4: which Which
1: yeah, the, yep, that the trigger lost.
4: pack or the catch the trigger the trigger it might. I know the auto lifter did not. That's how I got my second auto lifter. So,
1: mm. cool.
3: Okay. Uh, we don't have a main topic for this evening, so we'll move along to the listener feedback. I'll read the first uh, email from Cody. Hello SFR crew. With Adrian's and his Carcano talk recently, I went ahead and purchased a M91 Carcano Cavalry to add to my mill serp collection. $235 from GNG surplus. With the recent withdrawal of amendments from Bill Bill C-21, it gave me some excitement to load up and hit my local range, Revel, Revelstoke, BC, with a few rifles I thought mm-hmm. were on the endangered species list, and the Carcano. How anybody can shoot an Our Carcano accurately is just impressive. I know there's the bullet with issue, but at the end of the day, it's a neat old rifle with lots of history for the collection, but the V-post with notch is just junk. Talk about can't hit a barn with a pickup truck. Anyways, just want to say thanks for all you guys do. Uh, Mo, I'm not a competition shooter, but I love hearing about it. Cal, hope you stay on the show after the big move. You're a wealth of knowledge. Kelly, would love to hear. Yeah, again, don't make it. Three weeks in a row. Uh-huh. Um Adriel the Carcanos, your shout uh, shout out would not have gone with one out with without the the on radio ads for them. And that's cool. <laughs> uh, well,
2: like Cody, that. if you want to uh, get on Twitter and at Lee Harvey Oswald, ask him for his accuracy and
3: uh <laughs> <laughs> it's Thank presidential you for approved. Thank you for the letter, uh Cody. <laughs> And for listening, <laughs> yeah. Um, um, so, uh, um, if you want to shoot it,
0: do the JB weld thing. I, I used oh, some yeah. of that JB weld paste, I built it way up. I haven't got it out to the range yet to uh, to cite it in. Maybe I'll do that this weekend. There you go, Maybe I'll do that this weekend because I've got yeah. I've got the height I need, and now I just need to you know bring my files out there and <laughs> get using cut, JB cut it weld off top, to uh to uh build it. up the front. Build up the front sight. So the the, the issue oh, with them okay. is that they they shoot way high. They're made for a, a one sixty grain six bullet that's going like a bus, and they're sighted with a carbine, which is making no velocity. They're sighted in for a zero yards. of like three hundred yards, four hundred yards. So oh, okay. you're at fifty, you're like miles high. At hundred, miles high. So you need a much higher front sight. So uh, the, my solution for this is the JB Weld paste. If at any point I want to mm. sell them, hit it with a plastic hammer, off comes the JB weld, and the original site will still be there, right? How much are you gonna to have to build it up, do you think? Way oh, you. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, You got it? <laughs> Let's take a look. This is uh this is an ugly like build up because I want to file it afterwards to make it look nicer, but uh crap! <laughs> uh, <is> that? <laughs> that's the hype. They're oh like God. they're barely above this little shelf here before. Wow. But for the rear sight, there you need to put you yeah. need to bury it in the bottom. So your other option is to take this rear sight and grind it, basically right down and recut a V groove. But that would I, you might be getting into the wood here by that by that time you might be like, be like not be able to see the stupid front yeah. sight. So this is the cheap and cheerful way of fixing this issue.
2: <laughs> or I could uh, you know run a few bolts through that, mount a pick rail on it, slap a red dot on, call it a day. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I Yeah, drill and tap it. Drill and tap yeah. the mill yeah. uh, No one will be angry about this, right? No,
4: everyone's Got all for it.
0: Thirty dollar gun, who no cares? Into <laughs> the chamber? Right Right, this area right here, right? Drill <laughs> and tap right there. Well, it, the, it's mount. a
4: pressure relief hole. It protects against overpressure.
0: Speed hole. Goes fast. <laughs> I'll throw some JB weld in when I put the screws in. <laughs> Good stuff. <laughs> nice. There's probably... There's probably a Weaver like drill and tap mount that you could use like on That's the side back here. Well.
1: Oh, oh, probably. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, oh, that just <laughs> no, no. Get a Russian optic for it. Yeah. Sweet. No, no. I'm gonna so I'm gonna take this to the range as is, shoot it, file it down until it's at the correct height, and then I'm gonna shape it to to something that doesn't look like shit. And paint it? <laughs> probably. Yeah. I'll it my like
2: black. Uh, little, I need to make sure paint.
0: I don't get I don't want to get paint on the gun so I might I might like mm-hmm. hand brush it
3: gotcha yeah, yeah. okay fun. um from then we have another letter from Dave uh oh, hey guys I want to read Jeff. this one. Oh, Dave uh go my ahead, people pace. go ahead <laughs> Dave to Dave from Dave
2: hi Dave hey guys just wanted to say thanks for making my bi-monthly drive from Edmonton to Fort McMurray so much more interesting by listening to your podcast Thanks to your show, I'm starting to broaden my interest from hunting and collecting into sports shooting. Excellent. One of us. One of us. <laughs> uh, my brother and I got our first guns from our father, who introduced us to hunting. Very cool. And then passed on to his collection when he passed away. Sporterized Lee Enfields. <sighs> Originally, Enfields with bayonets, a Ross M10, and assorted various gauge size shotguns. single, Various gauge single shot shotguns. I've had a plan for quite a few years to get in handguns when I retire, but due to the recent freeze, it's looking like it's not going to happen. Get rid of the Liberals. So I've been exploring other options. Thanks to a comment on one of your recent shows, I purchased my first semi-auto, a Kel-Tec sub- to Sub-2000. Cool. cool. I've been looking for one of these for about six months and couldn't find any stock in Canada until you mentioned Marstar in your show. Just wanted to say thanks again for everything you guys are doing for the gun community. I can't wait to get out and hit a few targets with this thing. Dave Edmonton, Alberta, Canada nice awesome. welcome aboard Dave. Awesome. More
0: one, of the, one of the reasons why we started doing that in the, the the new gun stuff is I one of us would be shopping around and we'd find like a great deal on or like a new thing and just wanted to share it with the community because I think like I don't know if you guys remember like it, it wasn't even that long ago but um, if you go back to uh, maybe like 5 or 10 years ago like prices varied ex- like a lot and you could get ripped off really badly at some places so I'm really happy hmm. when people like say that they heard about some deal or something like that on our show and, and and managed to find something either that wasn't in stock that they couldn't find or something where they got a good deal on it because the more money they save, the more that they're able to buy more guns, get more people into the community,
3: more ammo, more shooting time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, the next letter is from Josh. Uh, Have you seen this bad boy yet? Just arrived. Haven't had a chance to shoot it yet, but excited to. It's the Kodiak K9. The first shots out of the Kodiak K9 didn't go as expected. More active accurately the second and final shot didn't go as expected my first shot cycled and fired as expected i pulled the trigger for the second shot and nothing happened but a faint click sound i dropped (laughs) the mag cycled the action around ejected i reinserted the mag cycled the action again and some same thing just a click it looked like the action was not locking into battery i cycled yet again and it seemed fine it appeared to be in battery
1: fortunately
3: Fortunately, I had the gun on my hip when I pulled the trigger this time because I wanted to get a bird's eye view of what was happening. The fire pin dropped and the bullet exploded and smoke and shrapnel sprayed out the side of the action and no projectile exited the barrel. The picture below shows the empty casing. The projectile is lodged in the barrel. My cleaning rod wasn't up to the task of removing it and is in two pieces now. Any suggestions on getting the bullet out? It's wedged tight. I have had many issues with my Kodiak WK-180 over the years, but the customer service specifically on at Kodiak has kept me going back, hence the reason I acquired this K9 and a Gen 2 WK-180. I'm going to send this email to <laughs> Kodiak and I'll also and see what they say. I think I will be pushing for a refund on this one. I was very much looking forward to the shooter and was hoping for reliability that would parallel. Par- par- my Ruger PC carbine looks like that isn't going to be the case. I know these are new on the market. So anyone that is interested, take heed. I'm
2: mm-hmm. well, very glad that you didn't get hurt, man. That's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that Most sucks. Yeah. I some would bother PCCs, getting the barrel, barrel out center back.
0: Some of these PCCs, uh, fire when the bolt's not locked, there's no such thing as a lock of the bolt locking. It just like moves into place and they allow the hammer to hit. And it sounds like that's what happened here. It sounds like it fired when it wasn't in battery and
4: uh yeah, but the other two times it it didn't
0: it didn't Easy. fire it didn't light off it, but this yeah. time it did he said it wasn't going into yeah. battery wasn't going into battery yeah. and uh he had one shot where it it wasn't quite in battery but it still let go and
2: your yeah. difference between that hammer actually hitting the firing pin could be a fraction of an inch between yeah. the bolt the angle of the hammer and the and the the back yeah back of the bolt yeah. so yeah it sounds like not not a battery it's an easier problem to solve when you have like a, a locking
0: bolt because that the action like between the bolt body and the bolt locking in there's like there's a lot of travel in there so your safety margin on like on the back of the the bcg with like having it stop the hammer is, is quite large but on pcc no such you're relying on just that angle to be just right so that the hammer can hit it when it's in battery but not when it's not in battery it's just it's not enough yeah. play yeah
2: yeah, I would, uh, wondering... I would just ship that bad boy back. I wouldn't I wouldn't hammer that round out and take a
4: chance with it. Well, I mean, you could go to Home Depot, get a rod that just barely fits yeah. down, get a yeah. steel rod that yeah, steel just rod. barely fits down the barrel, then oh, you surprise. can beat it out. Because one yes. thing I'm curious about is, because I have a funny feeling he didn't go down and check his target after the first shot. I wonder if he didn't have a squib on the first shot and then sent the second round I mean I know Josh knows what he's doing but I mean it, it could happen to really any of us mm. I, mean,
0: I that mm. that's just
4: what I'm kind of wondering so I'm interested to know if there's two projectiles wedged in that barrel especially with how hmm. tight it is
0: so yeah brass brass rod from Home Depot though not not steel you're gonna fuck up the barrel if you put a steel in <laughs> there they steel.
4: have brass they have
0: brass <laughs> You'll get it out with, uh, with with a brass rod, a solid brass uh, I don't, rod. Or you for, could
4: you could round off the end of that steel rod so that you can actually get some power into it and just put it down there nicely. You touch on and then just... Beat the
0: hell out whacking, of it. Whacking. You, you have to beat the hell out, regardless if it's brass yeah. or steel. You need to beat the yeah. hell out of them to get bullets out. Yeah. Yeah, I'm curious if there's two in there.
2: But, uh... if there's two in there, that's going to be a lot of whacking. <laughs> Make sure, make sure you put it <laughs> on something real solid and if i was hitting it that hard i'd maybe maybe that butt stock's not going to take that i don't know how you would secure collapse that collapse the butt stock yeah i yeah oh
4: buy. yeah collapse yeah. the butt stock yeah.
0: yeah yeah the ruger pc carbine is the most reliable pcc on the market right now just bar none <laughs> yeah it seems it's, like it. it's really well designed ruger doesn't put out garbage generally and no. uh, it's 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 pretty good it's
4: too been Actually one we haven't uh covered in the new gun stuff that actually just finally released was the uh the Raven. The Raven Nine.
2: Oh it's out? yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah uh, Taylor has one down in Calgary. He's been doing a bunch of testing mm-hmm. with it. It actually seems oh. like it's doing decent.
0: Hmm. Yep. Which is surprising because it's brand new from a company that doesn't yep. make guns and
4: uh Yeah, but they've been promising it for probably about four years now too. So that's a lot of time to work on the design too.
0: And most people throw in the towel instead of like just taking the time to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, maybe,
4: maybe. Uh, I, I know Taylor's initial testing is that it's actually looking pretty good.
1: Yeah. Mm.
2: Neat. Uh, well, hey, Josh, keep us posted on what the, uh, what the response is back from Kodiak. I'd be curious what they say.
0: And whether you get two bullets to come out of there or one.
2: Yeah. We're
0: interested in hearing that's for sure. Could just be one. So like uh, a couple other things to think about. Uh, some of the, um, some of the PCCs have light bolts and like the bolt should be about a pound in a nine millimeter blowback. It should be a pound. Mm. So if you take your bolt out, weigh it, see if it weighs a pound. And if it doesn't, it could be like um, bullet and bore might be issue. Number one. Uh, another thing, another possibility is that, came back so fast that it ripped the case in half. There was half a case Mm. in there. You put, this is what happened with me with the FX nine running aluminum ammo, mind you, but it ripped the case in half. It left the other half in front. And when I, I fired it off again, that it, that ripped off case acted like a spacer, keeping the round just out of battery. Mm -hmm. And then it fired. And he's saying that he couldn't get it back in battery. Maybe Mm. there was an obstruction. That was a chunk of case in there.
4: Yeah, it could be.
2: Yeah. Pretty important lesson here. If your gun isn't going into battery, check it over, take it apart, take a look, see Ram what's it going harder. on. Hammer Just, it in,
4: yeah. hammer it in there. Would be forward <laughs> <assists>. <laughs> a hammer I'll be honest here. with the mechanic. I tried that for a bit because it wasn't going to battery. So I tried, <laughs> it, it got it one time, but
1: if
0: yeah. You're ruining, you're <laughs> ruining the immersion, Kyle. You're supposed to like, no. Practice what you preach, and <laughs> <laughs> take that's with,
1: down
0: the range, same thing with the same thing—the hangfires that you, at the
4: back or the misfires. Yeah, the hangfires. It's like, oh, I should wait, and no, we just
2: immediately. Yeah, it's always Not even a fun. thought. <laughs> somebody, somebody at a somebody who's a new shooter at a competition, and they're like, click. Mm-hmm. Never be screaming at the
4: rocket! That guy back at
2: action! What are you doing, you idiot? <laughs> <laughs> I have to wait for thirty seconds, and then blah blah blah. No, you don't. Just go 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 go! on the ground behind you.
3: <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, we have nothing from YouTube, nothing from Instagram, but we have a Facebook review message uh, from Tony, make it a bit more reasonable, make a five-inch uh, shell, call it a Canadian hunting magnum for hunting purposes <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah.
4: yeah, and these are actually YouTube comments, I just put them in the wrong spot, oh, okay. I guess. Okay, uh, okay.
3: yeah. Uh-huh. Um, And then uh, wanted the BCL Siberian, thought it would be canceled as G4 came out just before the launch date, so I went with an RDB instead. Big and odd jump, I know. Since we're talking about export to the U.S., any hosts with experience exporting to Canada? are we allowed to purchase ammo from the U S and then drive them across the border? What about firearms parts, non-serialized parts, stock, low capacity mag- magazine, tube springs, and other small pieces, can uh, 30 into, to answer some of those, like oh, sure. the export, yeah. uh,
0: exporting to Canada. Like you, you, you need to use a U.S. company to do it. Brownells yeah. will just do this. You can buy okay. stuff from Brownells and they'll, they'll handle the paperwork <laughs> side of it for you. Or I run guns. They'll
4: handle it yeah. mm-hmm. Or uh, Questar, mm-hmm. no, not Questar. Uh, uh, Questar is out.
0: Aztec. Que- Aztec will do it.
4: I thought Aztec uh, was Aztec dealing Army. with a bunch of stuff. I know they're Mars? still in
0: business. Yeah. Questar, okay. I'm not sure about. Um, but yeah, the reason why yeah. the reason why there aren't many companies that do this is expensive, so it doesn't yeah. happen often. Yeah. yeah.
4: Um, as far as ammo, U.S. doesn't really care but canada does you can bring your own ammo back into canada but technically you can't buy ammo down there and import it into the country without going through proper import channels
1: Hmm.
4: Uh, firearm parts non-serialized parts i believe the itar export is 500 dollars. so you can order from you still
0: have to do the paperwork there's still paperwork involved in there
4: there is a number where, and it depends on the item. Sometimes it's arbitrarily. Like we couldn't get Safari Land belts because of ITAR or some reason. But they you just have to go on a website. If they'll ship to Canada, then they'll.
0: they'll Safari Land there. doesn't really seem to give a shit about Canada either. They like actively no. ignore us. Yeah, so yeah, we do have it. some
4: dealers in Canada now. Finally, for the ELS stuff that keep regular stock of. Of the ELS belts and that but for years you, you just couldn't get them
0: they stopped making their shot shot carriers eh
4: yeah their i'm not surprised ones? yeah i'm not surprised they had an eight shot carrier that took the space of a 12 shot carrier from anybody else so
0: <laughs> and it was pretty expensive and it was just plastic.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah 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 sorry
3: okay Uh, Next comment was, uh, 38 Special could be a high-volume cartridge if if you have a lever action. Uh, Then he goes on to say, Gila Super Extra is available at the Calgary Shooting Center online or in store. 38 grain, 1280 feet per second, uh, bulk, and small box. And then he put, uh, may I ask Kelly why this specific ammo? I guess she'll have to answer. not, because she is not here.
0: It runs good (laughs) in her 1022. That's like she shot. Yeah, she's she does that. Uh, they she got like a whack of uh, Aguila ammo and uh, had maple cedars use it
2: for a while, and now she's out and she wants some more.
1: Hmm. Okay,
2: that's a good way to test ammo. Actually, bring it out to a maple seed and have a bunch of people yeah. to shoot it all freaking day. Yeah, they have to be good shots though. Otherwise, you're you're uh, not yeah. testing.
0: You're not testing anything. I would say like ninety nine percent of shooters would be fine with like golden bullet like bucket of bullets is fine. You wouldn't That's notice the I difference.
2: <laughs> That's what I use and I've killed partridges with it.
0: <laughs> I shot That's a maple seed with, with bucket of bullets. I didn't score as well as I when I shot SK standard, but it I scored with it. Yep. It's fine.
3: Yeah. Uh, next comment was, uh, Kyle should get the package in the week of February 12th for couriers Canada from and to international FedEx would be my prime pick. I work with them at w- I work with them. At work quite a bit as well, in my opinion, better than UPS and much better than DHL. DHL yeah. in Canada is just terrible. From within Canada, Canada Post Courier isn't bad.
4: And he was right. I got it Tuesday. <laughs> okay, <yeah.
3: laughs>
2: I will and make a the, comment on DHL. DHL is the absolute worst company I have ever dealt with in my life for shipping. Like horrible, 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 horrible company.
3: So, yeah, they suck. Do you do you have a rude um, um, comment for their acronym? What the DHL stands for? Oh, I'd have to think about that one. <laughs> okay, come
1: back, come back to us, please. <laughs>
3: And then uh, the last comment was, the Caltech R50 based on the P50 is brand new, I think. Hmm. And then uh, P-Roy says, Mo, move to Kingston and practice with us weekly. Okay, I'll give it some thought. <laughs> um, Doug says, I have that Rossi in 357 mag and 38 special. And that's it for the comments.
0: Uh, wait, 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 wait. Oh. Uh, I got to uh uh there's the r it's the p50 with a, a little wire stock uh, on it it's a little guy i think this would be considered a pistol I, still
4: I, i'm thinking that's a brace uh,
0: so that i bet you that's oh, it's got a 16 inch barrel it's got a 16 inch barrel this is a rifle what yep oh Six, it, it it's probably deceiving because it's probably like way back here yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Can we get it? Can we get it from Canada? Shipping Q3 2023. Yeah, I don't think it looks great, but they, they like Keltex makes longer She's barrels. He's odd looking, yeah. A little bit longer, a little bit longer. What would you do with it? Kyle, if you had a 5.7 by 28 rifle, what would you do with it in
4: Canada? In Canada? Mm, I yeah, I was going to say it could be a cool coyote gun. That'd be cool. What's the weight?
0: Oh, my God. It's 3.48 pounds. Holy crap. It's so
1: light.
4: (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's amazing.
4: Could you imagine sitting in a stand calling in some coyotes with that?
0: Oh, just up in a tree stand? Yeah. Yeah. It weighs nothing. Just like bring it. Oh, that would be so great. I wonder if that's a folding stock. What is this? The stock that attaches to the pistol grip. doesn't look like it.
4: I thought the main page said something up top about folding. Folding accurate fire. Side power.
0: folding. Oh, okay. ah. side folding. Mm. Okay. Now I'm interested. <laughs> <laughs> Very interesting. Hmm. Put a little red dot on there. Yeah. Take yeah. that up a stand and call some coyotes in. Three and a half pounds. Hell yeah. Hmm. Did well, there thank you for that. the clarification, <sighs> because uh, otherwise we would have just pretended that we were dumb and we just reviewed the P50 instead of the R50. Pretended? <laughs>
3: well, yes. <laughs> okay. Um, if you go to our website, slamfireradio.com, uh, you will find a Cabela's link. If you use that link to make a purchase, uh, you'll be supporting the show, and we'd really appreciate it. And if you also can support the show through Patreon or Utreon. And do we have a new Utreon uh, we subscriber? We uh, so Norse Scotsman, thank you for your support. Yes. And if you'd like to email the show, you can do so at slamfireradio at gmail.com. I would love to read your letter. Um, and I guess that's it for, for uh, listener feedback. Uh, we will get into shoutouts. outs. Dave?
2: Uh, Thank you to Adam for taking me shooting at East Ray. That was awesome. And I ran into my other, one of the other things I had to do in shooting before my computer crashed and had to rejoin was I met uh, Josh from Collingwood at Canadian Tire. He was ahead of me in the line and he had some ammo. I was behind him with some stuff and I said, hey, what are you hunting? (laughs) I was like, (laughs) what? (laughs) So very nice to meet Josh. He's a new shooter. Uh, Just got into shooting, bought handguns first off, which is awesome. His dad is a long-range uh, target guy, so he does that sometimes. But he's uh, really looking forward to getting into handgun shooting. So, hey, Josh, welcome Good. aboard.
3: Hey, Drill. Uh, pass. 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 This um, Kyle. Drill hates everyone today. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I'd like to give a shout-out to our rifle director, Pete, and everyone else who helped out and made the Valentine shoot a success both uh trina candace crystal for putting together the baskets and then we had uh i'm gonna forget names so we had a bunch of people out for our rowing that day yeah, so yeah thanks to them for making a success
1: nice okay
3: and for me my shout out is to gabriel who reached out to me uh and gave me lots of good info on the rimfire shooting and uh I look forward to meeting them at the match in Stittsville in a couple of weekends. So, what's that?
0: I'm jealous about how many matches you guys do over the winter. Yeah,
3: yeah I'm, like I said it before, I'm in a I'm in a good area between Ontario and Quebec. There's lots going on. I could do something every weekend, right? So,
0: well, as cool. soon as as soon as oh, the I'm weather changes, starting March 18th, I can do a, a a match a weekend
3: for three weeks of three gun. Three wow. weeks of three gun. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. Nice. Well, here, here, not three gun. There's like in Quebec, it's just at the Valcartier range, and it's not yeah. that. There's not that many matches, and then Ontario, there's only a f- Galt, maybe, and then Rock Cut. Yeah, there's not. Yeah, this is yeah, not a three- couple. Southern uh, Ontario. Yeah, this is not three gun country Wealth. here. That's for sure. Wealth. Guelph does three gun <laughs> as well. Three gun country. Yeah. <laughs> three gun country. That's good. You're over. in three gun country now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I sort of do three guns, but it's like skeet at one time, uh, now this rimfire fire stuff at another yeah. time, and then Ipsic. They're See, just that's not more all... Ipsic style three gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we will sign off. Uh, check us out on Gunners of Canada. Like us on Facebook. Watch us on YouTube and Utreon. Join the CCFR. Very, very important. And see you next week. See you what next Good night, everyone. So
0: if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something.
1: When the talking is over.
2: Time to get a gun